Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That is a fake name that I use here at LOL Sober. Uh, I stumbled upon an old public service announcement from the 1980s uh, warning kids to stay away from drugs uh, with a specific recommendation to avoid marijuana at all costs. And it used that epic phrase we've all heard a million times, the gateway drug. It said, weed is the gateway drug. And I laughed. Um, I remember as a little kid being scared, very scared of, of marijuana specifically. And I, I, it worked. I did not light up my first joint until I think I was in my first or second year of college. And the entire time, I had this deep fear that if I smoked any weed, I would have no control over what happens after that. And that was a pretty good instinct now that I think about it. I'm not sure if it's because the ad worked that the ad scared me away or if some part of me deep down knew that there was just no single thing that was a gateway drug for somebody like me. They were all gateway drugs, you know? Um, it wouldn't have mattered what order I tried alcohol, weed, pills, whatever. I was going to be an addict. It just didn't – my first um, – substance was alcohol but like if I had been pills or whatever I would have tried alcohol and then weed or weed and alcohol it just doesn't the sequence doesn't matter because we were all I was headed for the same place man which was a free seat in rehab actually it wasn't free it cost quite a bit of money actually um I should just say right here because I always get asked about it it's like one of the most frequently asked uh question that I get whenever somebody knows that I'm an alcoholic which is that how do you how do I feel about the drug war, the opioid crisis, legalization of pot? Um, I I think because I'm an alcoholic and an addict, people assume I want everything to be illegal or have strong opinions about those topics or vote in elections be, because of my strong feelings. And I, I just don't. You know, the strongest opinion I have is that I cannot, under any circumstance, do any of those things myself. That's the most important opinion I have. Uh, I actually don't have much of an opinion about whether anybody else can. I, if you use weed responsibly, have a good time. <laughs> Great. Uh, I don't really vote or protest for or against any of those things. Um, I just know they don't work for me in any way. I guess if I, if I had to say something about my viewpoint, I would fall back on the idea that I've done a lot of work involving inmates who have a desire to stop drinking and drugging. And many of them are, are in prison because of drugs and alcohol. And many of them have gotten sober and are different people now. And so um, some of them are in prison based on laws and sentencing guidelines from decades ago, not from 2022. Uh, so, so that's important to me, the way that just we the way that we show forgiveness to people who make mistakes but want to do better. I have found society be, to be pretty forgiving of me, and um, I wish it was that way for others trying to trudge the happy road of sobriety. Uh, let me get back to the gateway concept because I, it's not something that, that came and went for me. It still applies in my life. Um, I accepted a long time ago that alcohol and drugs were terrible for me, and I need to totally abstain. That even goes for non-alcoholic beer. That's a big one. Somebody's always like, oh, you can have one of these, right? These are duels. I, I can't. I, I personally, I, I know some people do. I can't. I can't 
go through any of the motions of drinking booze and tasting booze in any way because that could be my gateway back and I just I just don't want to. There was so much about drinking and drugging that was ritualistic. There was like all of these behaviors that all went together. They all lived in the same neighborhood and I can't drive through that neighborhood anymore in any way, even a non-alcoholic beer. That also kind of applies. I can't smoke or use chewing tobacco anymore. Um, I... I did a little bit into sobriety even after I stopped drinking and drugging. I did still use, uh, uh, I still chewed skull. And it, I had a pretty nasty habit of nicotine back when I was active. And, and um, they're all wrapped up together too much for me to ever go back to nicotine. So I need to work pretty hard um, to avoid that. In, in my head, all of those things party together. And so I don't know if I can go back to just smoking or chewing tobacco and not end up picking up. So I'm trying to avoid that. I also cannot do any kind of gambling, even lottery tickets. I mean, I do sometimes get some scratch offs. I, I shouldn't be, you know, it was never my biggest problem, but I did notice that I liked the way that it made me feel. Um, now that gambling is legalized in over half the country, I think it's almost 40 States, um, including the state I live in. I have to be very careful to avoid all the apps and online casinos and real casinos and free offers to 500 free dollars to sign up and blah, blah, blah. As somebody who watches a lot of sports, I feel like I am getting drilled in the face every 30 seconds with a new opportunity to bet all of my money on tonight's football game or UFC fight. And I just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't even start. Um, Cause I don't know when I would stop. You know, that's the thing about gateways is, you know, they, they, they are the entrance to something and I can't enter. I have to stay out. <laughs> um, so overall, when I think about my sobriety, I think about it like a, it's like a big road that I'm traveling on. And I know where that road is going and I, I know what it takes to stay on that road. And it's not easy. I get off certain exits and then get back on and um, it's a bumpy road. But I get tempted all the time by the stuff that I already mentioned uh, earlier but those are gateways to get off the road, and I, I need to stay on it. I need to. Um, I don't need to try a different one. I just can't, I can't do that. So, as I wrote this, um, I did. I did have that moment where I looked at the stuff I can't do, and I felt this pang in my stomach, like, oh, that's all the fun stuff in life. I can't do any of it. Oh my god, this is terrible. And. Um, that comes up. That's come up a lot with me in sobriety. It is not true. I got to say that. It is just not true, despite my brain whispering that to me. It, that's the bad voice in my head. And the truth is, there are a million ways to enjoy life other than that list of things that don't work for me. And I'm sure everybody has a list like that. It might be a little different than mine, stuff they can't even like start doing because uh, they don't know when they're going to stop. But there are so many other ways to just find fulfillment in life and I just need to do it without a non-alcoholic beer in one hand and some scratch-offs in the other. <laughs> so thanks for letting me share.